you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Oh, Steve and Larson! Don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve. Larson. <laughs> hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live right here at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Before we kick things off, I wanted to give a quick shout out to the new patrons over there at the patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, uh, Dave Moffat, Kerwin Carlson, Rafael Ramirez, and Fender Ben. Thank you so much thank for your you, support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank if you you're so a much. patron, a YouTube channel member, or a Twitch sub, you get access to all sorts of great bonus content. You get access to the Steve notes that I keep during each of the uh, wrestling shows that we watch during the week and uh, some other perks. Uh, for, for, for joining us here at the Friendo Club. Smackdown tonight, the go-home episode to Clash of Champions. By the way, we will be doing our live reactions. Live mm. reactions. Mm. At the YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. This coming Sunday, uh, starting at some point during the kickoff show. And then for the recap, the live podcast recap, we'll be heading over to the Twitch for that. So uh, please join us. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go home episode. Um, I thought it was a pretty solid episode. I mean, there was a lot, there was kind of a lot going on. Uh, but uh, I'll say this I'll kick things off by saying this. I kind of feel like the Roman Reigns Jey Uso match after what we saw tonight, um, which I thought was really great stuff from Roman and mm-hmm, Jay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be quite the bloodbath, man. I think it's going to be a spirited performance from Jay. Roman, there's a little bit of uh, reluctance on his side to be too too heavy into Jay. What there was your is. take on what happened? To them? No, I, I gathered that too, especially when we had Roman come out and, and Superman punch Jay at the end of the show. I thought they were going to wait till Clash to to have any violence, uh, uh, you know, any action between the two of them. That didn't happen. So I, I see, like Jay's out there to prove a point. Um, he's just not happy to be there. He's out there to prove, hey. You know, Roman, you've been top dog since we were kids. Hey, but we're not kids anymore. So here's my chance, my my uh, opportunity to prove that I could be top dog too. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be. Well, it could be. It could be the spirited performance from Jay. Roman gets the upper hand, utterly annihilates him because because Jay put forth a spirited performance. Oh, that's kind of interesting. So the idea that Roman is solidifying his place. Uh, as head of the family, and and he he starts to view Jay as an actual threat, 
and he sort of overcompensates for that. That's an yeah. yeah that, that's an interesting way to take it. I just don't think it's going to it's going to go into the Brock Lesnar trying to lobotomize Randy Orton where it just seems gratuitous, which is where you and I both thought that would be a really cool place to head. You know, the whole if imagine it's like what what Bailey said tonight to Nikki, uh, you know, if I did this to my best friend, imagine what I'll do to you. I felt mm-hmm. that that's what we were going to get from Roman. Um, now, I really actually loved the layers that we got tonight. Mm-hmm. The family dynamics. I thought Jay acting like uh, just sort of an overbearing idiot to kick things off. And then when Roman said his piece in the end and Jay, the, the best line was, you know, everybody says you're top dog. Everybody looks at you and says you're Roman Reigns. Everybody, when they look at me, they say, which one are you? Mm-hmm. Which is was so effective because mm-hmm. you could totally tell mm-hmm. that it's probably true. Because mm-hmm. I still have a hard time telling Bart. Um so they're twins. What do, what do you want from me? Yeah, no, you have to look at the tattoos. You got to look at the tattoos. tattoos, exactly. Um, I thought that was super Yeah, that was a really good line. That was a really good line. Um, and it could be a thing where, where it is a spirited performance from Jay. Roman does get the win, and maybe on the following smack. At some point, Roman's going to annihilate him. Whether yeah. it's a clash, whether it's on SmackDown the following week or the following SmackDown, at some point, Roman is going to basically tear him limb from limb. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm 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 interested to see where it goes. Um, I mean, dude, I I'm I'm of the opinion that he could he could just as easily, you know, put him down on on at Clash, and then have Jay join him. I mean, the the, the bonds of family obviously run really strong in Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just he understands. It's almost like there's this burden on Roman that he has understood that he he's got to be this person now and mm-hmm. like what I saw from him tonight is he doesn't necessarily like it yeah but he it's a necessity because yeah, well, and, he, he views it as a necessity yeah right and the line that he used when he said I'm not just trying to feed my family I'm trying to feed the entire family the entire dynasty is basically what he's saying I think he could have even taken it a step further and said the entire roster because of what he said earlier about you don't know the burden of being the face of the WWE. I thought that's like really, really interesting ground to mine in terms of why he's got, you know, such a nasty streak now. Um, I thought it was really, really strong stuff. Yeah, it was good stuff. We saw some good stuff from Alexa Bliss tonight, uh, foreshadowing potentially uh, about between The Fiend and Roman Reigns. Um, we'll get to that more later. There's some good stuff with the Intercontinental title scene. Um, the, the opening segment between the three participants in the ladder match on Sunday was a bit long but effective. The match was pretty good. Even the, the Baron Corbin-Matt Riddle match was pretty solid, although it didn't work out uh, exactly that well for Matt Riddle. Um, it was all around a pretty solid show tonight. I'll be honest, man. All the matches, I, I don't have many complaints about any of the matches. Um, I honestly thought that that Riddle-Baron Corbin match, where's, where's my darn notes? I know I gave that the highest number of, of it stars. It was a good that match. was a really good match. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't know about Matt Riddle. I don't know if the outside the ring I believe, uh, situation. I believe the, the phrase, the appropriate <laughs> phrase would be pumping the brakes. <laughs> yeah, there, okay, there you go. Pumping uh, the brakes. Whatever, is, yeah. When, uh, whatever push they may have in, in line for him. Because he should be, like at this point, all things being equal, he should be in that ladder match. He really should be. He absolutely should be. That seemed to be the trajectory early and on. Instead, they dig up the last guy he had 
kind of a few, well, he had a yeah, feud a with. a feud with and beat. And beat seemingly to move on. And they used him. Hey, you have chemistry with him in the ring. With him in the ring, uh, he's going to go over now. And they're always. It always feels like there's a little bit of a message with this kind of thing. Um, you know, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, we can just kick this off because uh, yeah, I thought there was there was quite a lot of good. Um, our predictions for Clash of Champions is going to hit tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. uh, so you can see uh, how we feel about a lot of these matches. Um, but we'll give you a spoiler or a preview of that with this first Jeez. segment. Corey Jeez. Graves comes out, goes over the match. Uh, he's got everybody in there with him. Uh, he goes over the match uh, for Clash of Champions with the IC participants. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ's the first person to pipe up. Uh, I believe, anyways, I, I got into this like three minutes deep. Yeah, he was. Corey, okay. uh, Corey Graves was talking about how uh, the importance or the, the how historical prestige. Yeah, this match is because it's the first time uh, they call it an ascension match. Um, they have both the belts up there. Whoever gets both belts is is the undisputed Intercontinental Championship. Uh, you know, he didn't mention that uh, WrestleMania 10, HBK and uh, Razor Ramon's ladder match was a similar uh, type thing. Both belts were up there. Wait, like, it, dude, it's not just similar. I mean, the only difference is there wasn't a third person, brother. Yeah, I think I think that's the 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 idea. It was like, oh, it's the first time this happened for three people. Oh, <laughs> you know. Why, yeah, why would you ever say first time for this particular match? It was it's a very famous match. Um, it was, they, they didn't call that one the Ascension match either. So oh okay, is that what they call this the Ascension yeah, match? Yeah, he said this, this is like an intercontinental this title Ascension match. Is it taking place in the wasteland? Maybe. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, AJ's the first to get on the mic. Uh, basically says. Uh, Jeff Hardy, you cheated. Sami Zayn, you left for the summer to grow out your neck beard, didn't? And, mm-hmm. and on top of that, I beat you last week. Sami gets on the mic and he retorts, "None of this should even be happening." AJ, you were the fraudulent champ when you won that tournament. Jeff Hardy, when you won it off the fra- fraudulent champ, you should have called me immediately, denounced the title, and recognized me as the true Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Hardy then retorts, uh, uh, "Sami, shut up. I hate to say this." I agree with AJ. Sammy, you should be grateful because we've been here defending this title in bouts week after week after week. So let's just get this over with. We'll hang these up now. Uh, so they uh, they go and they put the titles up. And they're still jawing a little bit back and forth. Yeah, AJ's talking all sorts of crap. He's talking all sorts of crap. Yeah, he's on another level there. Um, and there's some great t- uh, TV framing. A lot of the TV direction is actually really good. So you've got like the, the hard cam. Not the hard camera. But you've got a camera. And you have... Uh, uh, AJ and Jeff Hardy sort of facing each other, and as Sami Zayn is leaving, he's sort of in the middle of them, but he's uh, he's framed underneath like the ladder that's in the ring also, and he looks at both them going at each other once again, the odd man out. So he pushes the ladder down onto them. He starts going up. Adam Pierce comes out and he says, "Hey, for that, you're in this match that was originally going to be uh, uh, AJ versus Jeff Hardy." Uh, now you're in this match as a triple threat match. And, Hold on. Uh, it was supposed so they... to be Jeff Hardy and Sami Zayn. That was what the match was scheduled, right? Yeah, Jeff Hardy and Sami Zayn. Yeah, okay. Well, this a okay, so, okay, so did he just say that AJ Styles is in it now? Is that what he said? Yeah, I think Corey Graves okay. at some point said the originally scheduled bout was AJ versus Jeff Hardy, but that was... Le... That was on the preview? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sami versus Jeff Hardy was on the preview, yeah. Okay, so Scrap Iron says, hey, now you're all in the match. Um yeah. 
Okay, that makes sense. They added AJ. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, we get that match, and it's a pretty good match. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it, it was, was really good. It was, yeah. it was solid. It was solid. Um, a lot of good stuff back and forth. Uh, uh, Sami Zayn scored himself an opportune victory. Uh, AJ set up for phenomenal forearm. Uh, Jeff Hardy charges him. He drapes uh, him over the top rope, uh, punches Sammy, hits the phenomenal form on Jeff Hardy, and then as soon as AJ makes contact, essentially, Sammy tosses him from the ring, covers Hardy for the win. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. AJ kind of goes ballistic, hits Sammy and Jeff Hardy with a ladder, sets up ladder, climbs, grabs the title, ensuring that he is not winning on Sunday. Okay, well, hold on a second now. If you're saying, okay, so here's here's the preview for predictions. I yeah. predicted Jeff Hardy. You predicted Sami Zayn. When I saw yeah. this match was being made into a triple threat, I texted you. And I was like, man, we're about to find out who's not going to win come Clash of Champions. We did. Because- AJ Styles ain't winning. <laughs> he AJ touched the titles. But no, the I, I don't disagree. But Sami Zayn ain't winning either because he won the yeah. match tonight. Yeah, but he did. He it was it was an opportune victory. He could see. Sometimes they do this stuff. Remember the the stand tall math only holds true about sixty percent of the time. All right. Um, I guess AJ stood tall here. This is uh, different. This is different math though. This is different math. Well, the the math that's pretty secure. It's probably like 80 percent of the time that if you're in a match at a pay per view in the in the go home show, you touch the title. <laughs> Do no you chance. have any math to actually back that seventy five? No, just remember the only the only outlier <laughs> I could think of is that is is Baron, but he did it twice before winning King of the Ring, so I think he did it once, and then did it again to cancel it out. Anyways, um, I I forgot what I was going to say. I don't think this. Oh, um, I think the reason they have Sammy win tonight is like, oh, by the way, Sammy can't pull out a win. He might not be as you know in WWE's eyes, uh, the wrestler. That AJ or Jeff Hardy is. I mean, he is, but I don't think WWE, you know, uh, uh, pushes him that way. But he could score an opportune victory. AJ ain't winning at this point. I mean, if the math holds true, AJ ain't winning. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think either of the bad guys have a chance at winning. But uh, I, I do think it's going to be a really, really fantastic match. It's going to be a show stealing yeah. match. It's going to be really good. I don't think Sammy's out of it. Jeff Hardy probably would, but I'll, that's why I said when I did the predictions, I, I said I'm going down a limb here and picking Sammy Zayn because I think it propels the story for you. Only got one confidence point on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's also I think the only match we disagree on. Y- yes, but there's all sorts of math in terms of our confidence points. That yeah, if, we the, get, if if one of the matches we agree on, if if it if that person loses, they can mess stuff up. And I, I, I was very particular about how the, the finish of the WWE title match is going to go down. So that's a potential extra point for me to score there. There you go. Yeah, you could make up at least one point. Watch, here. watch the predictions video. You can hear about that. Yeah, it's pretty good. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, Otis and Tucky have an interview after that, of course, Last week, Otis was given one week by Mrs. Lawyers to decide on whether he's going to relinquish, hand over the money in the bank contract or uh, or risk going to court over this. Uh, he said, my mom taught me not to trust. Did he say clowns or did he say carnival clowns? He said carnival clowns. Yes. 
carnival clowns or lawyers. Uh, Miz interrupts and says, uh, my lawyers, they're not trying to hurt you. They're just trying to help the WWE universe get a real Mr. Money in the bank. Uh, so there's some John back and forth. And then Tucky, looking at the contract or looking at the, the lawsuit or uh, the contract, I think, realizes that no, it was a lawsuit. It was a lawsuit. It was the lawsuit that yeah. Mrs. Lawyers only put Mrs. Name in the contract as the person that the money in the bank needs to be relinquished to. And yeah. before John Morrison really had a chance to respond to that, Otis went ham and, and attacked. So, yeah, John Morrison was like uh, doing an Instagram live thing. This no, moment. he wasn't even. To, he claimed to be doing that, but I checked his Instagram. He wasn't K-fabe, Instagramming. Man. K-fabe, brother. Uh, so he's had his phone out, and then when the, the, the bombshell about Miz's name being the only one in there, he was like, what? And then it was attacked, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, so that adds a wrinkle to the storyline. I kind of like this. I'll be honest. I kind of like the storyline. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, after that, we had uh, Bailey come out to cut a promo. She set up a chair on the stage. Uh, the chair on the stage, I should say that. Uh, she basically said, uh, you know, unlike whining, crying Sasha, I have a. Ch- I mean, she sort of reiterated what she did to Sasha last week. She said, "I have a championship match to prepare for." So Nikki Cross last week, I overheard you say this was going to be different because I don't have Sasha in my corner. But think about why she's not in my corner. She was my best friend, and look what I did to her. Just imagine what I'm going to do to you. I expected, given her back was to the stage, that Nikki was going to run out and, and attack her, but that didn't happen. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, next, uh, this is an instance where uh, go home math is not going to matter. Uh, Grand Metalik versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Nakamura dominated this match. I mean, Metalik got a handful of moves in, but he missed a moonsault. And then uh, uh, Nakamura hits a running knee to the back. Expl- reverse exploder, Kinshasa for the win. And so uh, Lindsay is in to check on Grand Metalik. Cesaro effortlessly, effortlessly. <laughs> Dude, like, like he was it picking was up a pillow. A pillow. Not even a sack of sand or something. No, a like pillow. A, dude, this was ridiculous. Gut wrench suplexes Lince. And, and Kalisto's ringside. He freezes. He doesn't do anything. So Nakamura and Cesaro leave. Uh, Kalisto gets in the ring to kind of check on Grand Metal League. Lince shoves the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't consider this stand tall math just because Shinsuke won. Uh, the Lucha House Party is an abject disaster right now. They don't have a chance come Sunday. They ain't winning nope. this. this nope. Don't sleep on this match, though. This was a really, oh, really, really good. good match. It will be really good. Oh, no, it, it will, will be. be really but good. also this one that happened on SmackDown yeah, was, was, was a good. really good match. It was good. Uh, uh, after that, we have Jay Uso backstage. He rolls up to Roman's locker room, knocking on the door, uh, singing songs about him, opening the door. Jay is playing his part. I mean, all the He really is. To Roman for doing a hell of a... For Awesome performances week after week. Don't forget Jay Uso. He's played his part perfectly. Absolutely. Perfectly. He's so overboard yep. with being, hey, like they're kids, you know, mm-hmm. like they're still kids. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until the very last segment when he responded to Roman did we get to see the other side of things. And you're exactly. right. He, he's played this great. Um, so after that, we had a, a brief Road Warrior uh, uh, animal video, of course, who passed away recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we had after that um, a really good uh, Roman and Jey Uso uh, family video package. They had Sika, they had Rikishi, mm-hmm. uh, uh, they had a, a Jimmy uh, in there. Um, 
Uh, this was actually a really, really well-produced thing. It's two weeks in a row now they've had really good video packages hyping up this match. Basically, everything they've done to approach this match has been basically, I'm not going to say perfect, but really damn good. I, I would have loved to have seen a crowd react to this, especially to see what kind of reaction Jay would get. This match, like for Jay Uso, it is absolutely tragic. This guy's been in his fair share of hot, hot matches, all at the tag team level. To see a crowd get behind this guy and then to I see know. Roman rip his and their hearts out yep. would be great. Um, would be great. That being said, the video basically thematically was about Roman being destined for greatness. They even had a picture of him being held as a as a baby, not as a child toddler, by Hulk Hogan mm -hmm. uh, versus Jay, who paid his dues every step of the way. Had to work his way up to the to the top of the tag team. Division. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, after that, we get uh, what was supposed to be the Jay slash Roman face off. But Jay comes down while uh, uh, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns are watching from Roman's personal lounge. Um, Jay comes out. He's just he he sounds like an idiot. Uh, he's all week. So he throws to the video of uh, what happened at the end of last mm -hmm, week mm -hmm. and the look, uh, you know, they hug Roman smiling. As soon as Jay turns around to walk up the ramp, Roman has that really, you know, sinister look on his face. And he says, all week they've been asking me about the look. He's like, come on, how am I supposed to see this with my back turned? He says, Oos, what's up with the look? And it cuts to Roman in the lounge, and he just sort of has that very subtle nod to Paul. Paul sort of nods back to him. Otherwise, he doesn't budge. Doesn't budge. And he says, oh, nothing? Really, nothing? I thought we were better than that. Smile in front of my face and frown behind my back? What is it? Yeah. Uh, Heyman comes out of the lounge, but not to the stage or anything. He's just sort of outside the door. And he says, I believe the WWE deserves to hear what Roman Reigns has to say in response. Here's where you have it all wrong, though. It doesn't happen when Jey Uso wants it to happen. It happens at the accommodation of the schedule of Roman Reigns. And I guarantee you that will happen in the ring tonight. Mm -hmm. Jay says, ah, all right. I knew something was up. Roman changes number. Uh, uh, Paul Heyman's been checking his, uh, his emails. But it's all good and it's all love because either way it goes, we're manning up. Welcome to the USO Penitentiary. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, next, we had a King Corbin promo. It was pretty short. Pretty much, he just uh, looking forward to making uh, Riddle feel pain, and then he said, "Bro," it, it was like a playoff the 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 faces of bro it was thing. A really a lazy one. This was this was painful to watch. At least it was short. It was really short for a Corbin promo. Yeah. Pain, misery, and agony. Uh, we have the the match. Riddle comes out first. He has a promo, um, and uh, he says Corbin wants to put him all through all kinds of pain. Uh, he's got anger issues, been trying to make my life miserable, but can't keep a good bro down. I'm going to show the difference between a stallion and a jackass. And uh, before the bell even rings, Matt Riddle's right on Corbin, starts fast. Uh, a lot of really good back and forth this match. It was actually really good. Oh, yeah. It was really sure. good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, um, Riddle escapes and end the days, hits a running knee, goes up top, goes for the floating bro. Thought that was it. Uh, Baron gets his knees up, hits end of the days for the win. Somewhat mm -hmm. surprising, but, you know, I guess they uh, pumped the brakes on old Matt Riddle there. Anyways, they at least gave Matt Riddle an interview. Uh, he's asked, you know, how does it feel? This is a setback. He goes, well, you know, losing sucks, but uh, I'm not going to let this setback uh, affect the stallion. He's going to go make SmackDown the bro show. We'll see if that happens. Uh, after that, uh, Mystery Carmella, uh, Carmella is in at her uh, makeup desk 
her uh what do you call it the mirror that vanity you, vanity thank you yeah and she writes the word untouchable on the mirror in lipstick and then hides her face behind a polaroid camera is there any mm-hmm. chances of swerve and ends up being like melina or something you know what i thought and i don't know you know given everything that's going on whether she'll come back anytime soon what if it's sonia deville oh jesus that would be shocking. It would be shocking. But the yeah. idea is like, you know, uh, obviously, you know, she said all that stuff about Mandy, the blonde hair and all that stuff. What if she comes back with, you know, like a blonde wig and stuff as like a diva type thing and kind of makes a mockery of the diva type thing. That's act. That's a killer idea. That's a good idea. That's really but good. It's too good for the WWE. And get, but also, given everything that's going on with Sonya Deville, I'd, I'd be surprised to see her anytime soon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah. Part of me just thinks, okay, it's just it's just a rebranded Carmella. Like that makes yeah, the most that's, sense. That's what it's going to be because she hasn't been around. But it also wouldn't surprise me if they if they did a, a bit of a swerve. Um, um, have you checked out any of the? Because I know sometimes uh, Corey and Carmela put up little clips of their podcast. They do the video mm, of it, and I haven't noticed if because uh, in these videos, um, Carmela has pretty light blonde hair. It's like platinum now, yeah, yeah. And I haven't noticed in those videos if her hair is that light. Uh, like, yeah, I don't know if they have, uh, let's see here. Uh... Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. She's, oh, let's see. Well, okay, one day ago. I don't know how long ago this was. Um, let's see here. She has it up in a bun, but it doesn't look like platinum or anything. But Gotcha. Again, I don't know when this, but this is something, this is, oh, this is them. Okay. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Uh, honestly, inconclusive. Yeah. 
inconclusive. Inconclusive. Well, this is, yeah, I mean, this is day. Yeah, this is from a day ago. But I mean, you know, when you get into hair and makeup, they can doll it up whichever way. I mean, this could be. I mean, they could put a wig on. Could be a wig. You know. <laughs> yeah, Rand Wildman here says, "Pretty sure it's a wig." Yeah, that would make sense. So, so as Maggie says, the hair in the promos looks super treated, like it's a it could be a, a wig, wig or, or extensions. extensions. Yeah, okay, all right, that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, after that we had Alexa Bliss versus Lacey Evans. Uh, Lacey basically dominated this entire match. Um, including one bit where she does the thing where she springboards over and then does the kick and Alexa went out. She was on the apron, went uh, out of the ring and hit the floor pretty bad. Um, mm-hmm. But then uh, Lacey Evans missed a moonsault and then like the Fiend's entrance, basically, like all well, the lights know, turned before red. That, there was, before the commercial break, there, commercial. Was Fiend, there was Fiend laughter and she was like, Mm-hmm, yeah, looking around, kind of. Once commercial came back, and and uh, Lacey got the upper hand because mm-hmm. Alexa was distracted by the fiend laughing. Yeah, uh, so then uh, uh, we got like basically like the the Thunderdome turned into the fiend's entrance, mm-hmm. uh, w- but with like the theme the the fiend not his entrance music, but the well, yeah, the siren type thing. Um, and that's when she completely like flipped a switch, went batshit. And uh, completely just started destroying Lacey. She started like like kicking her head into the mat so uh, so much that the ref just DQ'd uh, mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss. Uh, they get to the outside. She hits another one of those Sister Abigails over there. This next part was absolutely great. Uh, she starts walking out. Oh, so she they do like a close up on her because like the fiend shows up and he's all let me in on the Tron. And they just great, great close up on her where she has this really demented smile yeah, on her face. Yeah, she's like sneering at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. So she starts walking up the ramp. As she's walking up the ramp, Roman Reigns' music hits. And so he comes out. He barely glances at her. Like it's just basically because there's somebody there. He sort of gives half a look. But she, as she, as she goes behind him, she stops and turns around and just stares. And the again, the TV direction is really good here. They frame it so you can see all three of them. And she's just staring at that title. This was a wonderfully blocked moment. This was really, mm-hmm. really good stuff, man. I, I really like this. This is this is kind of the long-term storytelling that I like to see in my professional wrestling, and hopefully they follow through on it. I agree. I, I agree totally. This was really, really good. Uh, after that, uh, we have Roman and Paul Heyman's promo. Uh, Heyman starts talking first, says, now is the time. Uh, before you can say anything else, out walks Jay Uso. Uh, Heyman hands him a mic. Roman asks Jay if he wants his side of the story. Roman said, I'd give you the title if I could. But the truth is, Jay, you wouldn't know what to do with it. You don't understand the responsibility of being on top, the weight and the pressure of being the face of the company. It's not your fault. You're a twin. I'm not calling you uh, uh, half the man that I am. You're, you're, I'm saying your entire life you've been depending on your brother. You're one half of the greatest tag team of this generation, and their family is proud of them. But their family depends on Roman. He said, it'll never be Jay. It'll always be Roman. Roman drops the mic, starts to leave about halfway up the ramp, and Jay says, what if you're wrong? Like, quietly. It yeah, almost got lost in you know the piped-in crowd cheers. Yeah. He said, what if you're wrong? Why can't it be? Why can't I be the one to provide provide for my, my wife and my kids? Uh, he says, all... Our life, Roman, you've been on top. When they see Jay, they always ask, which one are you? He says, well, after Sunday, when they ask, who are you? 
They're going to know that I'm the one that beat Roman at Clash for the Universal Championship. And this whole time, Roman never turns around. He's just parked on the middle of the ramp, never turns around, just listens. And then uh, Jay stops. Roman keeps on walking. So Jay uh, makes his way up the ramp and rises about like the top of the stage. Out of nowhere, Roman comes in, bang, Superman punch. And he, he gets in, in Jay's face and yells at him, uh, I feed the whole family with this title. If you're going to try and take this title, you're going to take the ass whipping that comes with it. Mm-hmm. You'll never take the title. He'll never take his place at the head of the table. Well, the great line, too, was he says, he says, at Clash, you're going to take the payday and the ass whooping that comes with it. What a great line. That was mm-hmm. so great. I have never seen this level of intensity and uh, 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 uh authenticity mm-hmm. from Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Never. And, and everything was, about this performance was like basically pitch perfect. It was absolutely great. It was great. And this is how long term you get him to actually be the face of the company because mm-hmm. once he goes through this journey and he's back to being a good guy, people are going to eat it alive and mm-hmm. they're going to forget all about Roman Reigns being shoved down our throats. Yep. This is good stuff. This is, is really, really good, good stuff. stuff. All in all, a really good, a really fun show. Really fun show, SmackDown. Absolutely. Let's take some questions. I've got a thread right here on the Patreon. I'll t- I'll look over here on the Twitch. Sounds good. Uh, Twinewinder, uh, this is a question that 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 is worthy of, of of thorough discussion, and I think The Rock alluded to it. Uh, does this head of the family angle lead to a match with The Rock? I mean, that's 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 an obvious conclusion to be drawn to that. Um, I think it depends at Mania if fans are going to be there, if the Rock schedule is open. Um, a lot of things are going to be dependent, uh, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that uh, is the plan at some point, especially once fans come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing that will be of interest, I think, assuming the Rock, you know follows through with this. If they're, if everything, if the stars align and it's able to happen, um, would be, will they get the desired reaction? You know, going into any match, the rock is in, he's going to be the guy that is cheered over anything else. Over anything. I think you do, you do it. And that's with Roman as heel. At that point, Roman has to be, a Brock level heel, you know, yes. like yes. I want to see a slow burn. He has to do this with Jay. Well, he might have to cross a line that he doesn't want to cross, but eventually like all good, bad guys, they, they go past the point of no return. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does return, but he goes past the point of no return. And the apex of that should be the rock. That mm-hmm. That's when he should be. That's when you get, and they're I mean, he, they wouldn't do this with the rock because he's a big Hollywood star, but I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. If if you're gonna go all the way with this, then Roman needs to brutalize the Rock. Oh, totally. See totally. if the Rock would be okay with that, because at at a certain point, again, to hey, I'm an action hero. When he, I know Roman's family, and so that might make things different. But him, his agents were negotiating with Jason Statham and Vin Diesel's agents over the Fast and Furious stuff and who gets in what punches and where. Yeah, I know. So just say it. There's going to be some negotiations. Well, it, it could going be now. a situation where there is a highly competitive match. Roman bends the rules to get the advantage, and from that point on, 
Even in Hollywood, you can have protected losses, I think. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Brandon Monroe, uh, after the triple threat at Clash, who should be the next contender for the IC title and why? I mean, my only thing was, okay, how do you get from Jeff Hardy, my pick, to Big E? The other two is easy. Like AJ and Sami Zayn, it's easy to get to them because they're bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you need a bad guy in the interim to get big no, you e have, to you just have You just have Sami Zayn win at, uh, at, at Clash. Done. I don't like that. I don't like it. I uh, like it. I like it. Uh, I got a couple new subs. John A. Curley, uh, Acadian Reaper. Thank you very much for the subs. Thank you very much. Uh, Alex Fox. I really do love the work Sami Zayn's been doing, though. It is really yeah. terrific stuff. Uh, let's see here. Alex Foster. Uh, so if Raw was 6-1 and one, uh, one year and NXT won last year, could you guys see SmackDown winning Survivor Series this year considering WWE loves their 50-50 booking? I think WWE does everything in the moment. Uh, if a long-term story plays out in the meantime, so be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, you do see exceptions to that, like we're seeing with Roman Reigns and The Fiend right now. I think that's because Paul Heyman uh, is is up to that stuff. And, I mean, if Paul Heyman and, and Bray Wyatt are on the same page, that could be really cool stuff. Yep. But yep. going back to this question about Survivor Series, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends on what story they, they want coming out of Survivor Series. If Roman Reigns is their big story, then SmackDown's going to have a pretty pretty good Survivor Series if they involve him in brand versus brand stuff, which is not a guarantee. Yeah, definitely not a guarantee. Uh, Zaya Busa, Sammy's winning for sure, right? Uh, AJ literally grabbed the titles, and Jeff is obviously getting the high spot. The high, the, 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 the high spot doesn't necessarily mean, well, number one, all three of these guys are going to be chomping to do the high spot. Yeah, here's the thing. If you, do, if you do your high spot before the ladder match, you probably don't win. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you do a high spot during the ladder match, I don't know if the math, what the, exactly the math is. Well, you know, I thought it was if you do the high spot during the ladder match, that is your win. You don't win the match. It can be, but if you do it before the like before the day, like in the go home, like Finn hit the coup de gras off a ladder before in the money the banks. We we're like, oh, not winning, and he didn't win. No. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. After oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Dwayne Nix. After Roman kills Jay this Sunday, who should be the next opponent? Roman should destroy. I really want them to take their time getting to the fiend. Same. But that being said, they'll probably have that at a Survivor Series. They could do that at Hell in a Cell because they like the fiend at Hell in a Cell. Remember last time? Yeah, I know. Uh, something about sports. Uh, are they scripting two people grabbing titles with both titles? Up there, so like, are we gonna have a situation where uh, two people get those titles off off the 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 thing? That'd be a rip off. I I I I don't I don't like the I don't like the thing the the brace they have for it the frame they have for it because it would allow for that. It needs to be one thing, and they're both, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then yeah, it's less likely to be that way. I don't think they would do that. I really don't think they would do that. I don't think they want a double situation here. Yeah, I see the whole point of this match is for some uh, finality in terms of, of naming an undisputed Intercontinental Champion. I don't know why they'd want to push it. Hip-Hop Hippo, Kayfabe, though, 
Otis didn't opt to give up the briefcase. So that means they aren't having a match. They're having a lawsuit, right? Well, Otis says, hey, we're, you know, growing up, we didn't settle things in the courtroom with lawyers. We settle things uh, by fighting. Yeah. So it seemed to indicate there was no follow through on that, that maybe he's willing to put up that briefcase to get his hands on the Miz. Yeah. What's Miz going to do with that briefcase, man? Who's he going to cash in on? I don't know. The, they threw in that wrinkle where Morrison's not in the, in the lawsuit, so Morrison might be hesitant to let Miz have that one when Morrison's been pretty adamant from the get-go about getting his hands on the briefcase. He's the one that kind of kick-started this whole thing anyways. <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah, this should be fun stuff with him and the Miz, to be honest with you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, wow, Moses supposes. If, if they are to break up, which member of Lucha House Party has the highest ceiling going forward? So obviously Kalisto has had the highest ceiling, or he's had the highest. Uh, he's yeah, he's been, former U.S. champion, yeah. He's gone the highest. He's been an Elimination Chamber match before. Um, you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I mean, you'd I think... Th go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm going to give the edge to Lindsay because I think he's the best talker of the three. That's a good point. Because he's a, a decent point. promo. Yeah. He's a decent promo. He's good. I mean, they're all great in the ring. They're all, they're all really I mean, good. I the think ring. they're all great in the ring. I agree, though. I agree that Lindsay's the best talker. So I think that might give him the advantage. Uh, Dang MQ, best wishes to Naomi on her recovery from surgery. Yeah, she had to have uh, some uh, unexpected, I don't know if it's emergency, but unexpected surgery. I guess she was in a lot of pain. So I guess that's it. So it was emergency. Um, so yeah, speedy recovery for Naomi for sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> Dog authority figure. If Jay somehow won the universal championship at clash, would that be the most shocking title change ever? If not, what is the most shocking title change ever? That sounds like a great countdown. We should do another mm -hmm. countdown at some point. Yeah, sure. Um, most shocking title I mean, changes there. I mean, ever. David Arquette winning would be, his, would be up there. That's pretty dang Was shocking. Was it really shocking at the time? Were we shocked that that happened? I mean, that was before It was Russo before Russo. So, yes, in that sense, it was pretty dang shocking. The point of it was to shock. I don't think either of us were that shocked. Because, because I don't think either of us are really paying that close attention to WCW. At I don't think either of us ever put it past WCW. I, at that point, Jarrett was champion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, what's more shocking? Is anything more shocking than Jinder having won in the WWE? 
I don't know what the reaction of the time was to Flair winning the Royal Rumble and winning the title. <laughs> Bruno losing, that was probably... Yeah, that's probably <laughs> it. When that's got to be one. it. When uh, Diesel beat Bob Backlund in eight seconds at a house show, that's probably pretty dang shocking. Hey, we got a raid from Zicky Dice. Oh, thank you, Zicky. Zicky was doing the crazy thing where he had a fanny pack talking again. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> I know, I meant to tell you. I totally meant to tell you. Every time I check out a stream, like his his presentation is always great, but you always mention this talking fanny pack, and I really want to check it out. And, and I it has like it. a minor lisp too. <laughs> I want to check out this fanny pack. It's creepy as hell. Uh, got a couple more subs: Angel, Uriel, and Tina. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for the support. Uh, let's see here. More on the Patreon. Uh, do you think James Rodriguez? Uh, do you think oh yeah we've already kind of answered this do you think Roman will turn into a heel that is so good at being a heel fans will cheer and embrace him more than they ever did in the last five uh -huh. years yeah yep. if they do if they do it right that's how it works that's if, how it works what he's done so far is an indication yes Rand mm -hmm. Wildman so it begs the question would Steve and or Larson take the payday for the ass whipping that comes with it for a, a kind of payday that Roman's uh, talking about? Yeah, absolutely. What do you think uh, uh, headlining a, a B-level pay-per-view in a match against Roman for the Universal title, what kind of payday, payout is that for Jay? Obviously, it's not going to be the same as what Roman is getting. I get the feeling that if this were the kind of payout that went down in like the 90s, yeah, because like you've seen, like we, you've seen every once in a while, you'll see, hey, look, it's the payout sheet. For a random WWF show in like night, like SummerSlam '92 or something, and like the main eventer is always getting like a, six figures. I mean, it was Hogan, <laughs> but it, you know, even his opponent does pretty damn well. Yeah, well, he always you know like UFC and in, in boxing matches, you know, whoever is the star of the main event gets a larger payout. Gets significantly opponent. larger, depending on yeah, yeah, for on sure. The opponent, yeah, yeah. So if if Roman's getting. Fifty thousand. What does Jay get? Yeah, Roman ain't getting less than a hundred thousand. I'm just throwing a number out. <laughs> I'm just gonna say just throwing a number out. I'm gonna say Roman in 1991 would get a hundred and thirty thousand. Jay right. would get uh, oh, seventy six thousand. Twenty five. Twenty five thousand for Jay Uso in 1991. Mm -hmm. <laughs> our our math is so wrong. You're yeah, gonna totally. say twenty five. All right. Um, yeah, for $25,000. Yeah, I'd take that ass whooping. You get a kayfabe ass whooping? I don't know. 25 is kind of low. I'd need, I need like a, yeah, I'd need, I didn't. You need I something need, to cover any possible medical bills. I need like. Any, any medical bills. I need like three times. I mean, I would be like, hey, look, I have a limited move set. And when I say limited, I make, you know, the five moves of doom look like freaking Zack Sabre Jr. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so keep that in mind. They're like, okay, well, uh, first what we're going to do is you're going to take a bump because Roman, I'm, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who said anything about a bump? Say, has Roman ever won a match with a headlock? <laughs> no. Well, guess first what? First time for everything. He will now. <laughs> first time for everything. Oh, no. Gaming with Cage says T-Bar disabled comments on Twitter. Yeah, he did oh. that from the get-go. He did that from the get-go. It's a one-way conversation with T-Bar, huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. One-way conversation with T-Bar. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Eddie Brock's Venom. I know you have... 
so he says he likes Otis a lot. Um, people keep on saying he's going to cash in and lose it, but why? He's got until next May or June till his contract expires. Plus, there's a draft coming up. I guess he's saying, you know, he doesn't have to cash in anytime soon. He could yeah. just, you know, potentially wait. Well, he's got a lawsuit now. So, but yeah, if you were Mr. Money in the Bank, I mean, you'd you'd have to wait this whole Roman thing out. Obviously, well, then you might your your contract might expire before that happened. Uh, yeah, and like but, who's odds on favor to take the belt off Roman, if anybody, on the SmackDown roster now? Fiend, you don't mess with the Fiend. I would do this. I would Seth Rollins well, to get drafted to NXT. <laughs> I would. Yeah, that's a, that's not a good that's not a terrible idea because they Cash need to wait till Finn the Valley. very end of a takeover match, which you're just, you know, trying. Uh, if I if I was stuck on the brand with Roman, I would cash in. Probably midway through a fiend match, because like, and I would maybe see if like the fiend match can be in all the red lights, just add some confusion to it, you know. That's what I would try to do. I don't know. I wouldn't like my odds. No, odds would not be good. Yeah. Odds would not be good. Uh, Struggle bus is Roman getting the rock treatment. Good guy that gets booed and a and a heel that gets super cheered. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's yeah. that's that's how it works. Uh, let's see here. Rain trigger. Hey, friendo. So my birthday was on Tuesday. Can I get a shout out from Big Red and Dijack? Happy birthday, Rain Trigger. Yeah, it's your birthday. It's the Arby's night. But you can't comment on this. T-Bar. It's not DiJack anymore. It's T-Bar, people. It's T-Bar, I know. Jorge D, with all the recent family feud talk, which WWE superstars would make the best team? Yeah, we've been talking about family feud a lot on uh, <laughs> on our pre-show. Yeah. Uh, we were watching last night. There was uh, this family, and I swear, the guy, it was... The question was, oh, man, name something that makes the house smell good. Mm. Uh, number one answer was cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, that was the last thing that anybody got. In fact, no, in fact, nobody got that. Like, really? Yeah, there was, like, six answers on the board. Uh, the family that played got five, but the number one answer was missing. It went to the other family. They said something that was basically like what they had already said and was already on the board. Dawson himself, after they gave that answer, but before he revealed it, said, uh, what would you guys, what about cooking? Because he doesn't have access to the the answers, evidently. And then they were like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. So they couldn't say, yeah, we want to go back now. Yeah. Survey says cooking was number one. But before that, he got to the last guy, and I swear, he he just looked at Dawson and was like, I don't know. And he was like waiting for the buzzer to ring. I'm like, dude, say something. Yeah, throw say an anything up. that has to do with the olfactory sense. Yeah, a bit of a dullard. I lo- I love the dullards on Family Feud, man. Did anybody say uh, tearing up the bathroom, dropping a, a a huge number two? No, it's it smells it smells nice. Makes the oh, house smells, smells nice. nice. Right. Yeah, sorry, like a good yeah. candle, like a nice candle. <laughs> right, not like somebody deuced in your bathroom and left the door open. <laughs> yeah, man, didn't light a match or anything. Um. Yeah, no, it was like, you know, uh, cleaning products and uh, uh, like uh, incense. It was the 70s, so incense was a thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Fear and Loathing, do you think having no crowd eliminates... We totally didn't answer that last question. Uh, eliminates any chance, even a 2% botch, that Jake could win the title? No! I think even with the crowd, there was no! 0% chance he was going to no, win. No, no. If they didn't give that... that that Ray, that Brock victory over uh, the, the the Ray victory over Brock that one time with a hot hot crowd and Dominic there, they wouldn't they would never give this to Jay. Uh, to answer uh, the previous question, the best team would be the undisputed era with Kevin Owens. Uh, I don't know what the question was, but that is the best. Yeah, that's uh, which the best superstars team. would make the best team? Yeah, that's the best team. Did you see Adam Cole's very like out of character like? Kyle O'Reilly, I love you like a brother. This is your yeah, moment. Tweet, Go shine. Yeah. It's yeah. like he found Jesus all of a sudden. <laughs> Scooter says, can, can, can you congratulate me for winning $1,000 while I was making baseball picks? Congrats, Scooter. Good job, Scooter. Way to gamble. Uh, let's see here. Uh, N. Shive says, no questions tonight. I was in the Thunderdome. I can confirm that there is a guy that tells you to get excited whenever the camera is about to pan to the crowd. And for the 30 minutes I was there, I never heard him tell me to boo or cheer anybody. He always said, here comes, insert name, show us how you feel about them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, TV title Oscar. Yeah. It, the Discord really doesn't ans- ask questions. They just get excited about things and then say them. But, as if, but then they tag us as if they are questions. I need actual questions from the Discord, please. Questions, please. Flats uh, says, I like the imagery of the Fiend and the Lady Fiend always looming around that belt. Who's next for Bray between now and when he gets Roman? Roman. Uh, they seem to not really feel like Bray needs to wrestle all the time. Yeah. Which is smart. Yeah, um, for sure. So uh, I don't know if he'll uh, get in any other program until he gets the, the Roman program. I wonder if Bray signed one of them Daniel Bryan schedules. Or Randy Orton. It's not even a Randy Orton schedule. It's like it just eh, show up once in a while schedule. It's great. Yep. This guy is like, he's so creative. He booked himself into a, basically a vacation. Mm-hmm. Like a permanent vacation. Show up every once in a while. You kick out at one on everything. <laughs> and then everybody's finish. Your Five o- finishes. Doesn't you're matter. only in the main event. Well, unless it's Goldberg. You don't kick out of Goldberg's finish. Nobody kicks out of Goldberg's finish, except for Braun. Um, yeah, what? That's that's crazy. That guy is so creative. He just booked himself into dream schedule. Pretty much. Yeah. Zondo, should Bliss become full-time supernatural character, or should she get a fiend-like persona? I do, I, I do think she should. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Not, like, permanently, but I think it'd be awesome for her to, like, I don't know. Have some cool rebirth. Look, man, whatever Bray Wyatt wants to do with with her character, I think she'll kill it, and I think it's probably going to be really cool. So whatever he wants to do, I'm on board with. Fair and Lothan, I know injuries have played a part in it, but will this angle get Alexa Bliss back into the title picture if somehow Nikki walks out of Clash of Champions with that SmackDown was title uh, is to get into a program with Alexa Bliss? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. That'd be something else. That'd be boy. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, night by night, Bliss staring down Roman made me wonder if the story were right. Could you see Fiend possessed Alexa going after some of the targets on his behalf? Target. WWE, of course, tends to stay away from intergender stuff, but Fiend powers are so om- omnipotent and undefined right now that I think they could do it in a really compelling way. 
I'm not sure how. I, I think this is just one of those things where it was a bit of really cool. It was it was kayfabed happenstance, you know, a little bit of creepy foreshadowing. I thought it was really effective. I don't think it has to be a thing where she then goes out and does his bidding. She, yeah, she drops Roman with uh, Sister Abigail or anything. Like she that. just has some weird, like, you know, residual connection to him uh, that's starting to manifest, and it might play out where you know he has more actual direct control over her or not. I kind of like the idea of it just being like, you know, the residual side effects of being involved with the fiend in some way, shape, or form. And it's like coming and it's sort of manifesting itself and he's not actually directing the action or anything. It's just sort of, you know, it's just there with her now. Mm-hmm. But uh, but we'll find out. Uh, Ritz asked, hey, friendos, where's the new merch you opened up last Saturday? Friendomerch.com. Uh, Friendo merch. Yeah, Friendomerch.com. That's where you can get our new merch. Does he mean does he mean the stuff that he sent us? Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, that could be it. I, I, I got my I, Patriots. I, Jersey's over right there. there. I, I I got it. I washed it. It's right there. I haven't washed my stuff yet. It's over there. So yeah, it's right over there. It's, no, it's no, the the clean laundry basket right there. I see. You it. got my the titles over there, Rich. You can see that. Yeah, mine's back there next to Big Red and uh, Big Gold. All right. Any other questions? Yeah, I saw this. Uh, is this whole thing with Miz in order to give him an edge in character? I mean, it just feels like it's the Miz being Miz. Yeah, it just feels like, it feels like they're giving the Miz something to do. Yeah, he's probably going to become the next Mister Money in the Bank, though. He's totally going to take that thing off Otis. Uh, o Dog says, "Are you guys leaving the 500 subs thing on the right side of the screen here for the the Twitch stream?" It still says 500 subs with the date of the 24 hour stream. The on. problem is, it's connected to the road to 1,000 subs thing. Oh, you know what I can do? I forgot. I can totally crop that. You can crop it, right? Wait a second. What is this image? No. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, I can. I'm going to crop that thing now. Zondo says Cesaro beat Sami Zayn with a headlock once. Wow. Nice. Well, there you go. That's my that's my out. Wow. wow. All right, here's the deal. We start with the headlock. That's the match. There you go. There you go. Uh White Brownie asks which champ or champs loses their title before Survivor Series. Uh we got some title changes happening in our Clash of Champions predictions. In our predictions we've got title changes uh including uh the WWE Championship. <gasps> There's Wait, your spoiler. Anyways, we got any more? I'll I'll end on this one. Outlaw Batman, uh do you figure there's if there's no fans at Mania, we'll see Big E or The Fiend versus Roman Reigns? Assuming there's no fans at Mania. There will be fans at Mania. There will be. There 100% will be. Florida is going to be like, hey, guess what, sporting venues? You can open to 200% capacity. You can have two people per seat. (laughs) So, yeah. We're demanding that everybody in our state get COVID. That's going to happen. I don't think the fans, yes or no, yay or nay, fans are going to be there, are going to have any... I think that Vince is treating Thunderdome like there's fans. Pretty much. That's what's going on right now. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Maggie said, throw an X up on yourself, Steve. That's what I do. Get into a headlock. Like, What's wrong? What happened? Oh, I just got tired. <laughs> got sleepy. What happened? Look at this guy. Look at this body. I can't take this. <laughs> like I was going to throw up. <laughs> I felt like I was going to throw up by running. I ran the ropes. 
It's like every ounce of energy I had to do that. Mr. Sinister says every seat has to be mouth to mouth seating. Oh my goodness. Exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. WrestleMania 37 Super Spreader. There you go. The new Super Spreader Championship. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it for a Friday night. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully hopefully you'll join us on Sunday for Clash yeah. of uh, the Champions. Yes. It's going to be a lot of uh, the fun. So uh, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.